My name is Jamie Atkinson, founder of podcastclosing.com, and this show is built for six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts who are looking to grow and scale their customer acquisition using that show. If you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast and you want to get featured on this show to talk about your own podcast journey, go to top100interview.com. Now over to your glamorous host, Brittany Chaterbock, and don't forget to subscribe for daily interview content. Hey guys, welcome back to the Six Figure Podcast Rebels. It's Britt here today. We have another exciting interview ahead of us. The guest I'm bringing on, Christopher Larson, is the founder and principal of Next Level Income. Since retiring after 18 years in the medical device industry, he's dedicated his time to helping others become financially independent through education and investment opportunities. Chris has been investing in and managing real estate for over 20 years. While completing his degree in biomechanical engineering and MBA in finance at Virginia Tech, he's bought his he bought his first single family rental at age 21. Chris expanded into development private lending, buying distressed debt, as well as commercial office and ultimately syndicating commercial properties. He began syndicating deals in 2016 and has been actively involved in over $1 billion of real estate acquisitions. In addition to real estate, Chris owns multiple car wash locations across the Southeast. Chris is also the host of Next Level Income Show. Super excited today to have you on, Chris. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Uh, Absolute pleasure to have you here. Thanks so much. How's it going? Britt, it's going great. Thanks for having me on today. Oh, no problem at all. Super excited. Uh, You know, before we really jump in and, you know, we're going to have some great conversation um, within, you know, what's working, some of the challenges. We'll have some great takeaways and conversation within that alone. But before we really jump into any questions, I just want to, you know, give the people um, a little bit of your background to the people that are listening. Do you mind sharing your story? Uh, Because I think it's fantastic. You're out there kicking butt. And I really think it would be important to share it with the people listening before we really get into the interview here. Yeah, absolutely. And look, if you're listening today and you weren't want to like dive even a little deeper into my story, you can get a copy of my book on my website, nextlevelincome.com. And if you click on the book link, if you live here in the US, I'll send you a copy, even Brit, because you're a Canadian. If you're Canadian, I'll send it to you as well. So love a it. copy there. You can also download an ebook or an audio book if you're traveling Thank or you, you like, so to, much. like to do that. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I started, I started my investment journey early, Brit. And I, I grew up firmly middle-class household. You know, we were taught how to save money. We weren't taught how to invest money. And my passion when I was young was racing bicycles. I started racing when I was 14 years old. I raced into college and I ended up going to college, as you mentioned, for engineering. But I knew two weeks right. in, I was like, I don't want, I don't want to be an engineer. So it's not for me. I had, no, it was not for me. And, but I did know I wanted to race my bicycle. So I thought, okay, I'll get my engineering degree I'll race my bicycle, I'll turn pro, and then I'll kind of figure out what I want to do after that. Well, right. as I talk about my, yeah, as I talk about in my book, my best friend passed away between my freshman and sophomore year of college. And it was one of those experiences that kind of hits you in the face and you say, right, all right, like what, what am I doing with my life? And am I really doing what I'm meant to be doing? Am I doing the most? Right. And I think when you're young, especially, and there's actually some research around this and Malcolm Gladwell in his book outliers calls it desirable difficulties. 
when you're young and you're presented with one of these difficulties, it gives you perspective, experience, and if you push through it, ultimately strength to, to go on and do bigger and better things. And for me, when I thought about it, I thought, I'm here, I'm riding my bike around in a circle. Is this really the most that I can do with my life? And the simple answer was no. And I thought, I got to do more with my life. And I need to honor the life of my friend that's not here anymore. And the thing right. is, one, along this thought process, it dawned on me, you need fin financial independence. I said, mm -hmm. I'm not going to regret anything. I'm going to have no regrets. I'm going to take advantage of the opportunities that are presented to me, whether that's in you know asking a girl out that I meet and saying, okay, don't, don't be scared doing that, or traveling right. with a friend that invites me spontaneously on a trip, you know, or taking you know, a, a new job opportunity as you get older in your career, having the financial flexibility to start a business or go work for a startup or do these things. The bottom right. line is you need money to do all these things. So I got really interested in investing. And I talk about in my book, how my family, our family friend who introduced me to cycling also gave me this money magazine that talked about compound interest. And I thought okay. I need to learn how to invest. <laughs> So I started investing in the stock market and long story short, during the late nineties, the market was very volatile and I was laying there in bed one morning at 3am unable to sleep. And I thought, this is not really investing. This is very stressful. I don't want to be living life like this in 20 years. And I read 250 books on money, investing, business, wow. and ultimately decided yeah, that real estate was the right fit for me. And the reason is you can start with a small amount of money. I started with $3,000, bought my first townhouse with $3,000 down, and you can use leverage. And that leverage can provide the ability to have ownership and control over a real asset that provides income. It can provide appreciation if you do it right. And then also provide depreciation. The issue I right. found was after I bought a few properties, I ran out of money. I ran out of capital. So I had to go get a quote unquote real job. And I ended up going into the medical device industry, which is a very entrepreneurial endeavor um, that being in a sales role. And I, I loved it. I did that for, as you mentioned, almost two decades. But all along the yeah. way, I was building and implementing what I call the next level income strategy of making money, keeping money, and ultimately growing your money um, through you know, some of the different strategies. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Well, you made some very, very great decisions decisions there because look where you are now. So I love that you took that leap of faith and you were like, you know what, I'm going to read these 250 books and I'm going to figure it out and I'm doing it and you did it and look where you are now. Yeah. And it is, it is a leap of faith. And I'll tell you what, you know, it's, mm -hmm. I didn't make all the right moves. I didn't make all the right choices. And that's why we have the book. That's why we have the podcast. That's why we have the blog. I try to help people that are on their journey in life that are trying to figure out, you know, how can I do what I love? How can I be financially independent? How can I be free? That's what people want, right? Um, we're talking about that before the show with everything that's been crazy going on in the world. We want freedom. We want the ability to make our own choices. And I try to help teach people some shortcuts so they can get there faster. Love it. Oh, well, we're so lucky to have you out there helping us out, you know, honestly. So we all know with building like, you know, a six figure, seven figure or multiple a figure business, you know, there's a lot of wins, but what are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced along the years while building yeah, your so, businesses? And yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, like I said, I did a lot of things wrong, Britt. Um, and we can talk okay. about, you know, kind of, uh, I, I built, I built 
the podcast, the book, the media, social media um, strategy. I, I built it all backwards. Like I did it kind of in reverse, but before okay. I got to that point, um, before I got to that point, you know, there was, there's real estate market cycles. So, you know, we faced the, the great recession, 2008, 2009, yeah. which was, you know, we were very fortunate. We didn't lose any of our properties, but you know, that was very challenging. Um, you know, there's been challenges with partnerships, you know, people change, you have, you know, people mm -hmm. are very dynamic, you know, businesses grow, they expand, people change. And ultimately those relationships sometimes have to change as you grow and you grow your business. You have to sometimes say, Hey, you know, certain relationships are holding you back and it's, it's hard. It's hard to let go of friendships and, and people and, and grow out of those relationships. Um, you know, had, had challenges there. And then ultimately COVID, you know, I'll never forget the day I looked at my wife and I said, geez, I'm like, we, I was, you know, I was running a team in the medical device space and the hospital shut down. They said no surgeries. And then the government said, Hey, you don't have to pay your rent. So here, somebody that owns thousands of apartment units depends on, you know, the ability to have surgeries, to have revenue coming in. I'd looked at my wife. I said, I don't know if we're going to have any money coming in for the next three, who knows, six months. And we were building a house, Britt. At the same time, we had two boys building the house. She's an architect. She has her own business. You know, it was, it was crazy. It was crazy. So, I mean, we can on, dive into you know, that income. Yeah. And then, you know, the big thing is. Um, I lost my father. I lost my mother um, now over 10 years ago. And, you know, lost his wife, who was a, a dear friend of ours as well. And those are, those are things that you really, um, you know, pushes back. It, it gives you, it gives you certain perspective on life. Um, it also right. makes you appreciate, you know, the days that you have. Um, Absolutely. but yeah, and I'm happy to, happy to talk about any, any of those in more detail. Thank you for sharing that. Um, and I'm so sorry for like what you've gone through. That's terrible. And, you know, it, it does set you back and, you know, makes you really see a different perspective as well, right? When those kinds of things yeah. happen. Yeah. So talking about your podcast, I know we touched on it, but when did you start it and and what were your yeah. intentional actions behind it? Yeah. So, you know, we started our business. So next level income, I, I mentioned our mission is to help people achieve financial independence through education and through opportunities, mm -hmm. through investment opportunities. I started with the investment side of things. So as you mentioned, I've, I've been a real estate investor for over 20 years. Ultimately, we opened up these different investments to other investors. We call them syndications, where we basically build okay. a team of investors. So we go out, we find these opportunities, you know, these properties, and we say, hey, if you're interested in investing alongside of us, you know, you can invest your capital. We, we handle everything. So you get to be a passive investor. But what I found, Britt, was people would hear my story and they'd say, oh, that's cool. But Chris, I'm, I'm young. I'm just starting out in my career. Or, hey, I'm, you know, I've, I've got, I'm, I'm, I'm almost there, but I'm not sure how to do this. Um, oh, Chris, how do you utilize insurance? Like I talk about uh, building an opportunity fund in chapter three of my book, where we use kind of a specialized insurance contract to create cash that you can then use to invest. And people would ask me these questions and I'd have a conversation or I'd send an email or I'd send a text. And then I have another conversation email. And that once a week email or conversation turned into once a day. And then it was the same one. And I was cutting and pasting. 
And I thought, man, I need to, I need to curate this information. So I was talking to my, my good friend who uh, built my website, was running my marketing. And he said, Chris, you should start a podcast. So I was like, Hmm. I was like, I don't want to do a podcast. Like that's not really something that interests me, but when I, I thought about it, I looked into it a little bit. I said, you know what? His name's Caleb. He's 15 years younger than me, Britt. And I said, why don't we start a podcast so that you can come on? We can speak to, you know, the millennial generation. I'm technically a Gen Xer, right? And yeah. you know, now, you know, we kind of split, you know, we have people from, you know, it's really neat. Now I have Gen Zs. Like we got kids that are in their early twenties that listen and interact with us all the way up to, I mean, I have investors that are in their late eighties. So we have quite a wide range. But how could I help you know, these, these investors that were earlier on in their journey? And we started the podcast. Ultimately, I took it over um, kind of during COVID because we were doing kind of on-site uh, tag team um, with the podcast. So now, now I do it here. I got my, my studio in our, in our uh, home here in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, but ultimately, we started out and we were only doing two a month because I was still managing a team and I didn't have kind of the production and everything figured out. Now we do it every week. I typically also, you know, I go on other podcasts. I'm, I'm on podcasts, you know, either my own or other podcasts about eight times a month now. And, wow. you know, again, we're just, we're trying to get the information out there, you know, that can help people along on their journey. Um, so again, what started as a way to curate the information, Britt has now turned into not an integral, not only an integral part of our education, for uh, people that uh, and clients that we interact with, but also it's it's turned into you know a valuable marketing tool as well. Right, absolutely. I love what you're doing. That's exciting. Um, and yeah, just to get that information out there, so because it's so valuable, right? And the people that you can help is just yeah, and all over the world, <laughs> you know. So absolutely. it's incredible. Now. I guess what I know we were touching on this earlier, like uh, before the interview, but what were, what is your dream guest to bring onto the show and how do you go about attracting yeah. that traffic towards your show? Yeah. Um, great question. So I mentioned the, the next level income strategy that I built out over the past two decades is strategies or a strategy and how to make more money, keep more money and grow your money. So say first thing you need to do is find a high income career or business where you can become accredited. And the definition of an accredited investor is somebody that makes $200,000 or more a year as an individual. Right. I truly believe, and people are like, oh, I can never do that. Everybody's capable of it with the right mindset and the right education and focus. So that's step one. Step two are strategies, tax strategies, insurance strategies, and legal strategies to keep more of your money. Now, this isn't, right. you know, tax of, um, this isn't trying to evade taxes, but this is trying to figure out how to legally lower your tax bill. Because I believe that entrepreneurs are the ones that solve problems in this world. Small businesses yeah. are really the only ones that create jobs in this country and in, in the U.S. Big corporations, they acquire other companies, they downsize, they economize. That's how they make more money. So we need right. entrepreneurs and small business owners. I believe that if you're an entrepreneur, if you're making money, you can make the best decisions with your money and how to invest it, grow it, solve more problems, provide more jobs, which should increase the tax base and the economic activity of the country. And then finally, how do you grow that money? What type of investments, what type of strategies can you use to grow your money and truly create passive income? Because without mm -hmm. passive income, you don't have true financial independence. So, right. you know, whether it's somebody like you and your team 
that can come on and teach mm -hmm. people how to make more money, whether it's a tax strategist that can come on and teach people how to keep more of your money, or, you know, if it's somebody, you know, that maybe they, they focused on, um, like car washes, like we were mentioning before, they can talk about, you know, using car washes and investment to help you achieve your strategy. If you fall into one of those three categories, then you are welcome on my show. Amazing. So you really have that minimal viable customer criteria that you follow before bringing anyone on. You know, we don't have all Absolutely. the time in the world to interview everyone, right? So I, that's no. amazing. Yeah, you and have I turn, to have some I mean, sort of criteria absolutely. before getting someone on. Yeah, yeah. that's going to add value yeah. to the people listening. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And at first it, it was hard. Like we we had to really, you know, go out, seek out um, guests to come on. We wanted to make sure they were high quality. Um, we had some terrific right. guests early on. Um, now, you know, people are coming onto the show. We're in the top 5% of podcasts worldwide. So Amazing. people reach out. Um, we do podcast swaps, which is nice. You know, if there's, right. if there's synergies between audiences, um, yeah. And it's, it's, it's almost turned on to, into, uh, autopilot at this point, which is, which is good. So we just try to continue to increase the quality, um, and maintain the quality of the guests. Wow. That's incredible. I like the way you guys have it set up there. And it's so important to really make sure you're bringing someone that's going to add value and is a quality, um, guest, right? So Absolutely. very important. Yeah. Um, so yeah. with the podcast, you know, how do you go about monetizing it at this point? Yes, that's that's an excellent question. It was something that I really even didn't think about initially because right. I, it and you're wasn't, not alone. Wasn't Lots of people in the same. Yeah, way. and by the way, I'm all ears. So if anybody ever says, "Hey, this is a this is a way that you can um, improve upon this," but um, what we do, we have we have trusted vetted affiliates that we work with. So if you listen to my okay. show, you'll hear you know you'll hear um, you know a sponsorship message typically you know towards the beginning or the middle of the show that talks about you know a partnership that we may have. Um, or an event that we may have. And, you know, we work through those, those sponsors and those affiliates, um, okay. which helps provide some income that helps to, um, you know, cover production costs and those sorts of things. Right. Uh, you know, but, but Britt, you know, we really look at it as a whole, as a whole process with the, you know, if you call it a sales funnel, right. So you look at that process and our investor, our average investor is investing somewhere between a hundred and $200,000 annually with us. Right. So, right. you know, if, if we can provide value to those investors where they can add value, add income or add revenues to their businesses, you know, that's going to be good for them. It's probably going to be good for us. Or if we can help somebody get to the point where they have the capacity to invest, that's going to be good for us as well. So I don't always look at it and say, well, hey, I, I got say a thousand dollars from this one sponsor or affiliate. I can also say, well, if I have an investor that calls me and every week I have investors reach out and say, hey, I loved having that guest on. We had David York on a recent episode and he talked about estate planning and he comes at it from a very different way or a different, very okay. different angle. He, yeah. He talks about, you know, like, let's say you're a successful business owner, right? And you have children. He's like, how do you interact and create a family dynamic and a family conversation so that the wealth, the business that you've created can persist. And, you know, your family, one, doesn't squander it. And two, continues to perpetuate that mission and those values that you have achieved. And I had a lot of investors reach out to me and say, hey, that was a fantastic episode. I never thought about it that way. Um, you know, we've had people that are short-term rental, like Airbnb experts come on and people reach out and say, oh, I never knew you could do that. I can, I can have an Airbnb and I don't have to buy the property. You know, that's a, that's pretty cool when people say that we're just inspirational 
guests that come on. So um, it's not always a monetary value um, directly tied to that, that adds value to our, to our businesses as a whole. I hear you. Yes. Amazing. And with the podcast. Okay. So if uh, you're getting people on that are adding value and whatnot, um, you know, do you go like often, does it make a good ratio for like closing deals eventually with them and stuff like that? How does it work with your podcast and your business? Like, how does it affect that? Can we go touch a little bit deeper into that? Yeah. You know what? This is something that really surprised me during COVID, Britt. Mm-hmm. So I, someone reached out to me and they said, hey, we're having like a podcast summit. We got all these podcasters together. I went right. on podcasts. People came on my podcast. It was, ne- it was a networking. It, it was a whole networking. And what happens is, um, you know, so I wrote a book. We actually just um, finished up a children's book. It's called No Problem Parenting. I wrote a financial chapter. It hit it was an Amazon bestseller. Yeah. It, and it's something Congrats. that's- um, Thank you. And that's, again, this is something that is more mission-driven than, than dollar-driven. But now I can say I'm an Amazon bestseller. So that that helps get me on one more podcast. You know, people say, oh, you have a book. You know, oh, you are also an Amazon bestseller with this other book. Um, that helps people when it comes to credibility, right? And, you know, when you're dealing with high net worth individuals or high ticket, you know, um, clients, if, if you have your own business out there and you're listening, those things matter when people search for you. They say, oh, he's legit or, oh, he knows this person. Um, also with the podcast, what happens is, Britt, you may go on and say, oh, wow, I've, I know, I know this person that was a guest on his podcast. And, you know, there's, there's um, social proof that comes along with that. Also, there are people that I want to interact with. I want to do business with, I want to you know, have a deeper conversation with, and what are we doing right now? We're having a wonderful conversation right. and having that time that can provide value to both parties that are on the podcast can give the opportunity, um, I think uh, I mentioned, we we had a a brief conversation about this. I had a guest on the podcast and he was talking about a crypto strategy, a very specific crypto strategy. And I finished the podcast. I was thinking about it. I'm always looking for ways to teach my 10 and 12 year old sons, different ways to think about money, about business and certain lessons that I I teach, you know, my older clients and my coaching clients, how do you teach those to a 10 year old? I figured right. out a way to put it together with his strategy. I called him yesterday and he said, I love it. I do the same thing with my teenagers. And oh he goes, Oh my gosh, I, this is incredible. And he, and he said, Chris, what I'm going to do for you is something that I don't do for people that sign up for the course. I'm going to, I'm going to give you one-on-one calls with you and your 10 year old son to help you go through this instead of having to just go through the course and go through, um, the, uh, um, the message boards like everybody else does. So that would have never happened, Britt, if, you know, we didn't have this, uh, conversation on the podcast. So that's, that's something that just happened this week. And it's, it's really, there's so much value that comes from it. Um, if you're out there, you're building a podcast and and you have a quality podcast out there, it really is a platform for education. It's a platform for networking. And it also is a platform that can be a financial component of your business. Absolutely. You hit every, you hit everyone there. Yeah. (laughs) The podcast, they're just, they're amazing. And honestly, just connecting with everyone. And, um, I honestly think everyone should, every business owner should have a podcast really. (laughs) So, oh, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. And what about, okay. So what is your biggest focus and desire with your podcast this year? 
Yes. So um, I've been very, very specific about this here recently as I've mapped out kind of our big goals um, rolling okay. into the end, end of 2022 and going into 2023. And the big thing is how do we make more of an impact? How do we reach more people? So, you know, the, the podcast um, reaches a few thousand people every week. The goal is how do we increase that? I think we just crossed into the top 5% of podcasts in the world here this year. Yep. How do we get that? How do we go into the top 2%, the top 1%? Um, what's needed? Um, how, can we, how can we make that happen? And ultimately, if, if we can do that, those are, those are just numbers, right? Like it doesn't, mm -hmm. you know, it's not going to go on my business card. It's not something I'm going to tell my kids about, but right. it's, those are metrics that determine how much are we impacting the audience out there and bringing, you know, more value. So those are our big goals for 2023. Love it. Adding more value. And okay. So based on where you are today, how do you go, or I guess, you know what, I'm going to ask you a different question, actually. Based on where you are today, if you were going to triple what you're already making in profit and revenue, uh, what are some of the new challenges that you would face? What are some changes yeah. that you might have to make in one yeah, year? Absolutely. If, if you were to triple your profit and revenue in one year. Yeah. Um, specifically with my podcast or just in general? Uh, in general. Oh, or sorry, yeah. with the podcast. Uh, yeah and how it affects your business, I guess. Yes. Yeah. So, and, and this has been, this has been something that I've, I've actually been actively working on. Um, okay. So the big thing is, and again, if you're, if you're a solo entrepreneur, a solopreneur, you know, as, as we call it, um, if you're listening or if you have your own podcast, if you have your own business, even if you don't have a podcast, the big thing is how do you scale? And the only way to truly scale is to bring the right people on your team. So um, I am working with, uh, a new podcast booking agency that I, I previously worked with. So I'm kind of re-engaging them. Um, I am looking into uh, doing ads, paid ads for the first time uh, to figure out how to draw um, more organic um, listeners or more listeners um, outside of our organic growth um, that we're doing. Um, okay. I've also, I'm also looking at increasing the production qualities and going from Zoom to using um, like Riverside, that sort of thing. Yeah, I've seen Riverside before yep. too. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then I also uh, just engaged a new marketing agency that uh, they handle my website, my podcast production, and my social media all under one roof so that my messaging is consistent, my branding is consistent, and everything is one is, is very cohesively driven. So instead of, you know, put, sending the podcast out once a week, you know, putting it on, um, you know, on the uh, platforms and sending out an email. Now, every single day, that podcast, so if you're on my podcast, Britt, you know that for a week, you are going to get promotion out there. Um, so yeah. we're doing all those things. And I am, I am, I just, uh, Lewis, who, inter who introduced us and uh, put yeah, us yeah. in touch. I was just talking to him yesterday about kind of reevaluating our strategy as well and figuring out, you know, is there any other low hanging fruit? Are there any other things that we can be doing to achieve these goals that we're setting out to do next right. year. Right. Right. Yeah. And Lewis is great. So I'm so yeah. happy that he connected the two of us because you've yeah. added so much valuable insight to this interview. And this oh, is exactly you. what we want for our, our, you know, podcast interviews. So it was absolutely amazing having you on today. I know we're getting close to the end of the, the interview, but I just want to make sure before you jump, you jump off, um, 
if anyone's looking to connect with you or anyone wants to read that book and everything, what's the best way? Do they find you on LinkedIn or let us know the best way to reach out to you? Yeah. Check us out on LinkedIn. Um, that's kind of our main social media platform, but go to nextlevelincome.com. You can find the podcast there. You can find my LinkedIn profile there. You can also find the book there, which you're, which you're going to get a free copy of if you're listening today. Um, free copy, you guys. Absolutely. So if you've enjoyed it today, check out our website, like, subscribe, get a free copy of the book as well, and go through everything. See, I guarantee there's something on we're we're at 130 episodes now there's something in there that'll help you make keep or grow more of your money absolutely thank you so much absolute pleasure having you on today chris and group if you're listening and enjoyed please like and subscribe if you're a six-figure entrepreneur or higher and want to come on just like chris did today for an interview please go to podcastrebels.com and uh, we'd love to have you on as well So thanks again, Chris. Appreciate your time and adding all this valuable insight for the people listening today. And we'll catch everyone on the next episode. Bye, guys. Hey, everyone. I hope you really enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more daily interview content, make sure you subscribe. And here's three ways I can help you in your business for free. One, check out my video on how we're building a pipeline that produces 30 plus prime sales calls every single week using podcast setters and a basic interview funnel. And this is actually how I was able to quit social media forever. You can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash setters. Two, if you're a six or a seven figure entrepreneur with a podcast, we actually want to interview you on one of our top 100 shows. Head to top100interview.com. And then three, download our podcast closing formula. It shows you how to create a podcast sales team that books out your sales calendar each week using the podcast closing client attraction method. And you can go to podcastrebels.com forward slash podcast formula. Now at podcastclosing.com, we help six and seven figure entrepreneurs with podcasts create a system for predictable client acquisition without relying on paid advertising or social media by building out podcast sales teams. Now, if you want help turning your podcast into a high ticket client acquisition machine, then book a call with our team to see how we can help. Go to podcastrebels.com forward slash chat. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next interview.